Chester. I barely know her. Hey, Sorry, I was interrupting you. No. 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 <laughs> Yo, okay. mic check. Mic check. check Tester. Tester. Uh, this is for homies that are showing up at our house. We're smoking weed and eating uh, gin. Talking about life. Mm. Uh, talking about gummy pops. <laughs> and then we're gonna smoke yeah. weed. Ew! Uh, I forgot. Uh, Ooh, guys. Ooh. Yeah, that was good. Welcome to the mixtape. <laughs> I will smoke in whatever way. Whatever vessel. Whatever car. <laughs> Get me there. Yeah, cute little pie. Yeah, yeah this guy. <laughs> oh my god. Dragon. Dragon. A dragon. Oh, my nipples are. That's right. Yeah, Ooh. that was impressive. That was like Olympic status. Oh yeah, bomb <laughs> smoking. Um, so how does it start? How do we um, do this? What's the uh, like this. ceremony? We say, welcome to so, Rainbow Fertilizer. Welcome to Rainbow Fertilizer. This is my new stream. Okay. I've always wanted my whole life to be on one of those reality TV shows like um, Survivor or like anything in the jungle. Like Naked and Afraid. Naked and Afraid! I tried to yeah. apply for that one once. Oh yes. yes, I want to be on that one too bad. Thousands and thousands of comments requesting me. So from popular to man, I'm back. As a producer, making all the laughs. So if you laugh once, because of me, you're welcome. <laughs> you are the bell of the ball. Everybody! The bell welcome. of the boozy! Welcome to our oh, I feel cool. floor. Yeah. Oh, my. You are. You're Our so cool. We guests. talk about how cool you are. Yes, you guys are making me feel cool. Dude! I'm stoked you guys. Um, mirror you first. What? Mirror you first. Mirror? Mirror you, you first. You. I have something I want to say. Okay. Um, I would just like to start out by saying thank you guys. This is fucking cool. I think like this kind of thing is very important in the future to listen to conversations mm -hmm. and to listen to people. And to learn how to communicate in a good way. And mm -hmm. I listen, yeah. and then you talk, and yeah. I listen to you. Yeah. Yes. And then I will respond when it's my time. And like, let me hear everything about what you're saying until yeah. you're complete. And then I'll talk, you know. I think it's very important. I think you kind of learn to do that when you have this format. Mm -hmm. Like you're recording this, and it's like, yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's A B that Deep it's like a ping listening. pong. Active yeah. listening yeah. is such like a skill. It, yes. It's a skill. skill. We have so much just like at our fingertips to look mm -hmm. at and to mm -hmm. see and new things to think about. If we get bored, we have something else to look at. Mm -hmm. That's fair. And it's so hard to just listen, not to just people, but like the world. And there's a podcast with Duncan Trussell where on an episode he talks to this lady. Her name is Trudy Goodman. But she talks about how listening is, it is receiving aliveness. Mm -hmm. And it's like, that's such nice. a cool way to think <laughs> nice. of it. Because you get to just take in everything mm -hmm. nice. that is. Their energy, what they're that's saying. So cool. I love that. And I think that's so true. Because it's like, listening is to like be there with somebody. To be present with them. Mm -hmm. You know, you have to listen to what they're saying. And stay in this present moment right now mm -hmm. and not let your thoughts wander mm -hmm. and to be here with me and to be fucking yeah. real yes. just be here now dude and take in everything that you're getting and that you're hearing and love knowing it. love it i think it's also hard to for a lot of people to be having a conversation and not be preoccupied with their own thoughts mm -hmm. and their own how am i going to respond to this or how do i have a situation mm -hmm. that relates to this Where instead of go? just being like Taking in exactly yeah. what you're saying in a raw way. Yeah, totally, totally. 
And I think that what, what, what the mechanism that causes that like failure is mm. ego. Ooh, like what occupies all of our thoughts and our minds, where our brain goes, that makes us not present is thinking like future or past. Mm. Or anxiety. Mm. It's like anxiety about something. It's, you know, they say like those who live in the future have anxiety and those who live in the past have depression. Oh, right? yeah, like, yeah. You know, you think about somebody who has anxiety. What's wrong with them? Mm-hmm. They're just always thinking of things that could be. They're not present. Mm. People have depression, right? Like that's a sickness in our society. I think what it really is just a lack of presence. Nobody's here. You know why? Because everyone's on their fucking cell phones. Mm-hmm. Yes. Second, second we got cell phones, depression, anxiety, just through the roof. Mental yeah. illness, through mm-hmm. the roof. Just rampant in our streets. And I think the simple solution is that the lack of presence. Nobody's yeah. fucking here. Mm-hmm. Nobody's getting real. Nobody's just sitting and talking. Nobody's yep. just sitting and hanging. Mm. Just sitting around a fire, hanging out. Yeah, being That's what present. We used to do, being present in everything you do, you're even shit you don't want to be yeah. doing. That's so hard to be present in, like your job. Yeah. Or because oh, I think the majority of our lives, yes, right? Oh. You're at work. Like that's awful. But and mm. so the majority of the time, a lot of people are doing something they don't enjoy doing to make money, to live this oh. life in this society. But the majority of the time, they're doing stuff they don't like to do, and that's so hard to be present at things you're not wanting to do. Yeah. It's the It's the day. It is, yeah. It's the daily. And I think it just happens. It's the autopilot. Yeah. It's the mundane. If you do the exact same thing every day and have that routine, and it's just like, oh, shitty day at work. Oh, I'm doing something I hate at work. And that's your routine. It's just like, you just like fast forward, and all of a sudden it's like, what the fuck? You haven't been present in fucking weeks. You've been nothing but blue, and that's called depression. You know, it's like, yes. it's a fucking shitty thing. You just feel numbed. And I think, so then the question would be, how do we be more present? Exactly. What if, I would I would argue one right here, and let's all start this um, podcast out with it. Mm-hmm. Let's okay. all do a little breathing. Oh, there I like is. that. Yes, yes, yeah, I, no, I fucking love it. Hey, oh, we say day, Daylight, come on, they want to go home. Day. We say day, oh, a daylight come and they wanna go. Woohoo! Yeehaw, Daddy! Boom, we need a parker. And we're on. Thanks, Jamie. <laughs> Thanks for tuning back in to our life. But, you guys, we are here with one of the best people that we have ever met. A true gem among. Oh. Thorns among thorns, a gem among thorns. A fellow ginge, if you will. <laughs> a fellow ginge. Oh, cute. That's the ginger. Kind of ginger. <laughs> okay, but really, the coolest homie out there, Taylor. Wild. You guys are wild. <laughs> Welcome, welcome. Hi. Hi, Taylor. Dude, what an introduction. Yes. Listen, I love you dudes. You guys are the best. Absolutely. We've had some good times. Yes. We've had some good freaking times. We have partied in the weirdest ways. We have had some strange parties. Oh, Taylor climbed a willow tree like a goddamn monkey right in front of us while tripping balls. Yeah. Because what I love about you guys is it's like um, a lot of people are trying to figure it out, right? Like mm. the, they're trying to just have fun and enjoy their fucking lives. Yeah. But they fall into this trap, and it's called the "I'll be happy when" trap, mm-hmm. right? And it's like a real thing. Like people fall into it, and yeah. you guys don't. You guys just Aww. are happy right now. Like whatever the fuck is going on, you're happy with it because mm. it's just like you're happy with this what you got. Whatever yeah. you got is all you need. You know, it's a cool vibe you guys have. Thank that you. That is unbelievably kind to say. You guys are the coolest. This is getting wacky. Are we going? Yeah. yeah. Hey, we roll Maybe testers, in. testers. Okay, tester. I barely know her. Tester, say some few words. Come on. Um, I had a perfect snowball. It was perfect as could be. I thought I'd keep it as a pet. And I'd let it sleep with me. So I made it some pajamas and a little pillow for its head. Then last night it ran away, but first it went to bed. Hey, Hey, 
What is up? This is a voice from over here. This is a voice from over here. This a is a voice from over here. Nice. <laughs> marker. 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 So, so we know Taylor. Um, I met him at Roots. One of the Roots crew. Oh. <laughs> Right, we interviewed Taylor right, right, and right. they're like, yeah, uh-huh. You interviewed Taylor? Kelly interviewed Taylor. That's what we met. Wow, yes. that was a long time ago. Um, yeah, that's how we met. And then yes. it was cool. Yep, that's how we met. It was slowly cool. we hung out mm -hmm. and we just, I would get invites to Ruth's party and I'd just come and we'd chill. And <laughs> it's been yes. wild. We fucking love Taylor. Mm -hmm. We feel so enriched every time we see you. It's so inspiring same, to same. just talk to you. Oh, um, let's get into it. All right, Taylor. What's up? So we want to know how did how did you grow up? What did what kind of belief system did you mm -hmm. grow up knowing, and how did it shape to what you believe now? Okay, right. This is the orientation of the podcast. Yeah, You're yeah, trying yeah. to understand people's beliefs mm -hmm. about what happens after we die. Correct. Just in general, just their life beliefs and the cool. way they think. This is a conquest. And how it, yeah. Just, yeah, how everyone pursuit. formed their shit. Yes. Cool. Many different mm -hmm. views and even similar to ours. Like yeah. it's Listen, I can tell you just, yeah. I, I yeah, believed you, a variety of things. Cool. And how'd you get there? Okay, so what did you grow up knowing? And then how did you evolve into what you think now? That's a big question. Yep. <laughs> like, okay. The story of your life. So in my youth, at an early age... I grew up believing that after you died, you went to a heaven, mm -hmm. right? That's what my mother taught me. Um, and you grew up believing in hell and Jesus and, and a very LDS upbringing. Mm -hmm. um, but it was rough, you know. I, I was raised by she, I with a single mother of seven kids. Wow. But so I grew up with this Mormon upbringing. Okay. My mother is very religious, uh -huh. devout. All my wow. cousins, all my everything, missions. Um, I also grew up at a young age believing Santa Claus gave me presents, and eventually I had to let go of that belief. I also, at a young age, believed that Sasquatch was real. You don't believe Sasquatch is real? Maybe, maybe not, actually. Okay, I haven't yeah. believed that one. Don't abandon that one yet. But I'm just saying, I'm just saying, like, I, you know, I believe all kinds of things. Yeah. I believed in yeah. dragons and fairy tales. Yeah. I thought Beauty and the Beast maybe could have been a true story. Mm. So are you and making religion? And eventually, it's like, I let go of that, right? And Synonymous eventually, with that? Okay. Yeah. I held on to it a lot longer. Mm. And for some reason, it took me a lot longer to let go of that belief, you know, that mm. there's like... Oh, this Jesus that like loves you and atoned for you, so yeah. all your sins are forgiven. If you do this book and it's all outlined and everybody knows everything, it's all cut and dry. Mm -hmm. So I was like, wait, hold up. Yeah. Nobody knows wait, anything. Wait, wait, wait. You can't <laughs> know any of this. This is all just like some made up stuff mm -hmm. somewhere. Mm -hmm. Like, where's it coming from? Yeah. And and Stories. eventually I like let go of that and it was like kind of went through a dark path. Went on a mission, mm -hmm. I guess I should say. I got all around on a mission. Wow, that's um, And I just like, was at this point where I like tried so hard to believe it. I just oh, like committed oh. to it. Mm -hmm. I was just like, I'm going on a mission, dude. And yeah. I was like barely holding it together. And I was just like committed, committed to, to this, yeah. There's nothing that would shake me, yeah. dude. I was just like so committed. I was like, my mom, I knew this was real. Yeah. And then I like actually got out there. And I started like looking at what I was holding on to. I was like actually like started reading about I, I like studied like the history of the church uh -huh. and I'm like oh shit yeah. like, and, and it's like some basic stuff mm -hmm. like you just Wikipedia like the Pearl Grey Price and like facsimiles and it's like this is obviously made up shit yeah and, yeah. and here I am on my mission and I'm like I'm like oh crap. what have I done <laughs> I committed and this hard but it wasn't like that it was like oh I just mm, cried yeah. for like oh. three days straight. Oh. Just because while on your mission you started researching it. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's just like I, 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 I grew this level of consciousness because mm -hmm. I got to know people in another state. Oh, that were, yeah. This is where it all started. It's because I, I met people that were good freaking people. Mm -hmm. And like probably better than anyone I know. Mm -hmm. These like, And they were just like Baptists. And yeah. I'm like, 
I'm not going to convert you. I don't, yeah. what? You yeah. just believe something different, I'm but like, we're getting to the same oh goal. My God. Anyways. Why do you think? I gave it all up on my mission and they sent me home. Mm. How long were you on your mission? Six months. Wow. Nice. You made it that long. That's a long time yeah, to still was, be on there. Well, it took me a while. It was it was a long time until I finally let it go. Well, when I finally let it go, I didn't really actually choose to let it go. I was like trying to believe so hard, yeah. and I was like kind of like having all this like, I was like, oh fuck, this is all made up. Yeah. Like, oh gosh. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> like fifty percent of our country still thinks Noah's Ark is a true story. <laughs> yeah. Oh. 100, 200 years ago, you could have convinced me of that. I didn't. <laughs> yeah. 200 years ago, we didn't have the internet. Yeah. Yeah. 200 years ago, if yeah. you were like, Noah's Ark's a true story a long time ago, I'm like, okay. sure. Yeah. But now, I've seen planet Earth. Yeah. 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 You it's can't. Not <laughs> I understand. I've taken a biology class. Yeah. All those animals in a boat? They say in some National Geographic. And then there was the, t the Ice Age, and then the world flooded for right, 40 right. days. So here we have a problem. This is an obviously made up story. The, all, all the animals right. in a boat. So, but, but people hold on to that. Why right. do you think it, why do you think so adults, much of the population, let's be real, let's talk about what it, what is it? No, I was going to ask you, why do you think that adults hold on to those stories for their whole life? People are able to abandon Santa Claus. I, I don't know, why, why are those the ones that are so easy to throw away? Like, no unicorns, mermaids, Loch Ness monsters, Sasquatch, whatever, toss no. those out, bop, bop, bop. But religion is the one that they're like, no, these stories are true, and I'm going to hold on to it until I die. Right. Um, two things. One, I just want to say, I think, like, Jesus and stuff, and, like, the gods we believe in now mm -hmm. will turn into Zeus yeah. and Thor, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. I mean, the, the Zeus and Thor were one time as real mm -hmm. as God and Jesus. Mm -hmm. So we're Anubis and every Egyptian god. Those were mm -hmm. as real as God of Jesus, maybe even more real. Yeah, that's so cool. And they'll fade into mythology. Mm -hmm. But as a society, we're, we, we need to do that more. Mm -hmm. It's time to fade that out. Yeah. Because let's be fucking real. This is obviously made up. Yeah. So let's talk about what it is. And, I, and second thing I want to say, mm -hmm. I think why people do keep buying into this is because there's a lot of utility in it. Mm -hmm. There is so much utility in it. Mm -hmm. It's like all kinds of religious people in 2020. It's like, here we are as a humanity. Let's try mm -hmm. to figure out what's going on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, we don't have time for Jesus. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk. We got yeah. wars yeah. and yeah. poverty. Like, obviously, we all agree there's yeah. good stuff. We're yeah. fighting. Like, it's just, it's a mess. We're spending our energy devoted to this thing that isn't real. It's just like yeah. mythology. And it's like we could be spending all that energy on something. Yeah tangible and something that matters yeah mm. but they find anyways to get what i was saying like my brother i think he like really loves it makes him a better person oh mm. i think i would be a better person if i would have stuck with it if i would have held on to that belief really i believe mm. that 100 mm. percent it, it's a lot it's such a good way to live it teaches you to journal it teaches you to study it teaches mm. you to have discipline you know, it teaches us a lot of good in it. Has community, yeah. and friends yep. that are like-minded. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of utility in buying into those systems. Yeah, and I totally see why people do it. And I mm -hmm. think a lot of members of my family and just like people in general, they're like, I know this is obviously like not that real, but it's like this is the best part of my life. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is all my friends. This is all my memories. Mm -hmm. This is my whole everything. They can't let that yeah. go. Or yeah. They can get it out of it. Like, yeah. creating your own. They can get those other things. But yeah, that is a beautiful yeah. way to live. Yeah. Especially, I, I respect the hell out of them. Um, like, you're dedicating your life yeah. to this belief. Well, and I'll speak from... Your time. Totally. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Your time. Yep. And I'll speak from buying out of it. It's a rough road. Mm -hmm. Letting go of those beliefs and having mm -hmm. no beliefs. It's like, oh, mm -hmm. shit. Oh. Like, yeah. No foundation. Like, yeah. What is it? What's the afterlife? Yes. I don't know. Absolutely. And eventually, like, you kind of get your legs about you. You're like, what am I going to do? I'm going to start a podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fucking yeah, talk to people all. about yeah. where they're at. Yeah. You know? Because that's where I'm at. Like, we're all trying to figure this out. But, you it's, know, it is interesting. It's I do hard agree. to let go of those. Like, I agree that staying in religion you can become a better person it helps you be a better person oh. absolutely 
and that is so beneficial and the time and energy that people put into it it shows they you know but I think for me personally leaving it and discovering things without a foundation is so much more satisfying and it's mm. so much more like just resonates with my soul mm. and that I would not give up for anything mm. mm-hmm. that's unbelievably important mm-hmm. to me yeah that's beautiful you know? does that make yeah, sense finding totally. the answers for yourself yeah totally and so it's interesting that people choose that route and it's interesting that people choose different routes mm-hmm. yeah you make a decision every single day yeah. what you're gonna do how you're gonna behave it's so much easier said than done because mm-hmm. I get slurped right into just autopilot the day to day like you were talking it's about earlier so I want to break out mm-hmm. how do we do the it farm. Yeah. the farm the buildings that satisfy yeah. your soul yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. find music the clouds Freeze. I just eh. mm-hmm. <laughs> and, yes and that's being happy in the moment that's mm-hmm. being present mm-hmm. Being present is what is satisfying. And then when you're present, you realize what to get rid of. What's yeah. the, white, totally. the white noise in totally. your life? You're like, get this totally. out of here. <laughs> but when you're doing the like autopilot, you're just you're not seeing those things. You're not feeling those things. They're just yeah. blurred background. Mm-hmm. What got you to the bigger pictures? The how you built your foundation for now? Yeah. After you left sense. your mess- yeah. mission and realized, okay. This is not the belief I'm going to hold on to. Okay. Well, I I, want to make a distinction, too, when talking about religion. Mm. There's Western and Eastern, Mm -hmm. two different types, right? So, and and I don't mean, like, this isn't geological location. A Western religion is, like, it's organized. It's like Mormonism. Mm -hmm. And an Eastern religion is more like, this is a way to look at the light. And this is for all you ASMR fans. And that was for all you ASMR fans. ASMR, everybody, check it out. Hello, hello, my baby. Hello, my honey. Hello, my ragtime gal. Welcome back. Welcome back. <laughs> to yeah, let's yes. stick juice. Oh, Toki to the Toki. Oh man. Marker. 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 Yes. Why? Sounds what is like, that in us? Why do we want to beat up stuff? Humans. Ah. Humans. I know. Ca- cathartic. I think there's so much of your life that you can't express how frustrated <laughs> you are. <laughs> so you bottle it up, and then you have moments like that where you're just like, I need to fucking beat something up with a bat. We can't express it because of just social norms. I think You're so. not allowed to be that sad as a woman or that moody or something yeah. like that. Yeah, expectations. Things you're told not to feel and oh, not yeah. do yeah, yeah, by society, I think, mm-hmm. is what gets built up in people. There's a part of me that wants to see it all burnt down. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Society is making everyone sick. So to see that go up in flames is satisfying. You'd want to see it all burned down? I just want to see something so different to wake people up, to make people get out of the autopilot. And I feel like the pandemic and this Black Lives Matter movement, that's what's getting people out of autopilot. It's helping for sure. Mm -hmm. I want humanity to survive a long ass time. And I want us to become, die off too, and just be part of the earth and just that's that we're right. just another species. Yeah. Like, in what, this what is journey. it? 99% of all species that have ever existed is extinct. You know, maybe yeah, we're going to go. Maybe humans are going to go. But, <laughs> like, and then someday. Who will be but, the next sentient beings? Oh. Rats? Yes. <laughs> probably. Turtle, octopi. Octopi, mm-hmm. probably, right? That would be true. Oh, octopi for sure. Yes. All right, so, okay. Oh, Let's yes. hear it. The story you're the coming story home from my mission. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I came home from my mission. Mm-hmm. 
And I was just like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, oh, crud. That was all just like, what the heck? Yeah. And I was just like, I have to tell everybody how fake this is, yeah. dude. Yeah. You guys know the Pearl Great Price? This was like my big one I'd always try to tell people. In the Bible. It is. Yeah, so the book of, yeah. Joseph Smith, there's three books. The Book of Mormon, the Bible, and the Pearl Great Price. Oh, okay, yeah. Nobody talks about oh, the Pearl Great Price a yeah. lot anymore. Forgot about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I haven't. Everybody forgot it. about it. They yeah, don't yeah, talk I, about it hardly yeah, anymore. Literally. Yeah. But it's because the Pearl Great Price isn't from the gold plates that Joseph Smith found. Right. Oh, okay. Joseph Smith bought a mummy from Egypt <laughs> off like a Sears catalog. Sears? Back Sears. Like, 100%, 100%, that's 100 percent Swear that's true. Okay. Swear that's true. Just delivered by pigeons? People used to do it all the time. Like rich people, like Pablo Picasso all the time would buy mummies from Egypt. Oh, just wow. thousands over there. Hundred percent swears is true. Okay. So Joseph bought this freaking mummy okay. and like the scrolls that came with the mummy he could translate. And nobody could read Egyptian at the time. This was before the Rosetta Stone. And he could translate it. He translated the gold plates. Yeah. And so he translated it, and it was the story of Moses. Because oh, Moses, okay. like, leaves and comes back in the Bible. There's, like, this gap of years in Moses' life. Uh -huh. And this is what happened to Moses. No. And this mummy that oh. Joseph Smith happened to find Sears. Anyways, fast forward. Uh -huh. Okay. We find this stone called the Rosetta oh. Stone. Do you guys know about this? So we oh, understood could, like, ancient Greek, but we couldn't understand Egyptian. Mm -hmm. And we found this stone tablet that had um, the exact same thing written in this language we could read, mm -hmm. and then Egyptian, so we could translate oh. it. So we learned to read Egyptian. Oh, that is crazy. Crazy, oh. right? It's called yeah. the Rosetta Stone. Yeah. Um, but anyways, long story short, we can now read the freaking hieroglyphics <laughs> from yeah. Joseph Smith's thing, <laughs> and we have copies of it, and it's just like a instructions on how to bury people and embalm people damn i don't know anyways That's i came off my mission i just had to tell Deep everybody teacher, how yeah. fake this was and i was just telling everybody all the shit um so where is the information that like he bought a mummy look it up wikipedia oh, okay it's just <laughs> well <-known knowledge. laughs> look it up um but um anyways so i come off my mission i'm just like oh crud and i just like had to tell everybody and i could not shut up about it in like such a bad way and my mom like, didn't know what the fuck to do with me, and I just moved back into my mom's house. Were you the first of your siblings to be like, this is not real? I have an older brother that's like troubled and didn't go on a mission. Oh, okay. I have an older sister that went on a mission. I have two older wow. sisters that are very loyal. My older brother, very loyal, very oh. devout. My mother, very devout. My youngest sister, very devout, return missionary. Wow. wow. Right? Yeah, wow. very cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. wow, good for them. It's insane. God. It's cool. insane to be surrounded by it. But. Yeah. Anyway, so I come home from my mission and like, oh yeah, my mission president sent me home because I just like went on exchange with these younger missionaries, like mm -hmm. when I was having all these questions, uh -huh. and I just like shared some of my concerns. I was like, listen, dudes, let's talk about this. Yeah. And these like younger missionaries wrote letters to the president. Uh, they were like saying, yo, saying he's like, questioning shit. No, I'm questioning shit. Yeah, like, yeah. They were, they were like, dude, I'm questioning these things because of some things Elder Savio said. Whoa. Mission president calls me like the day after he gets these emails, comes over and has a flame ticket sending me home. Wow. Much. Well, he's like, I need you to call your mom and your state president right now. And, like everybody, I got like wow. so many blessings, and people are just like, I bless you that you're gonna feel the power of God right now. And I'm just like, what the heck? <laughs> Okay. Yeah. And people can make you feel all kinds of things. I yeah. wouldn't trust my emotions for mm -hmm. a dollar. But anyways, I just knew it was all bullshit. Anyways, it was shitty. I come home in my life and all my friends just like pretty much like shunned me except for the few that were like kind of oh, not. Man. So I teamed up with my buddy Dalton for the most part. Okay. Because he was like, I felt just like a draw, like a gut thing. And my other friend, Dallin, who was never a member of the church and was my only friend that was like a close friend that was a non-member uh -huh. that I really would like talk to about it. So I called him and I get home from my mission and I pick him up and I'm just like telling him everything. I'm like, Dallin, this is all not, this is all made up. And he's like, I know. Yeah. He's like, I've known since we were 12. Anyways, so we're, I'm just like talking. I'm like, what do you think God is? Like, what the hell? Anyway, so he's like, have you ever heard of DMT? He's like, it's called the spirit molecule. And I'm like, what? Mm. I've never drank alcohol oh in my life my. at this point. Okay. God. I'm 22 years old. <laughs> I'm an Eagle Scout. 
I went on a mission worthy. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, it's like this, this, this psychedelic drug that, that makes people, everybody says they have these God experiences and understand God after. We bought some. We were able to get some. We wow. bought some. And okay. these guys have smoked weed and they've okay. drank alcohol yeah. and they've oh, like okay. done all this thing. And I've always had this relationship with them, mm. but it's never been like that close. Mm. We've yeah. never been able, I've never been real with these, either of these guys, even though I love them to death mm -hmm. because I've always like had this belief that yeah. and now I don't. So I we went in Dalton's house and we loaded up this little sneak a toke with like these little crystals. Yeah. They were like these white crystals. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, I have no idea. I'm, I've never even smoked a cigarette. What? I've never inhaled oh anything. Oh my God, this is insane. And I so Dal Dalton's like, Dalton's like, just take a deep breath in yeah. and then try to push it down to the bottom of your stomach and then let it out. I take one, two, and all of a sudden I'm like, Top of the third, all of a sudden it's like, and I just passed out. Whoa. Just passed out. Oh, fuck. Just my body was just lit. Oh. And I was just, I, I, I just was gone. Freaking gone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and all of a sudden, oh it, all of a sudden God. I'm in this house. <laughs> and it's like this crazy house. It's like a, the floor's like Mario Kart Bowser. Oh, yes. You know, Mario yeah. the Lava. Yes. Yeah. But it's fun. It's yeah, fun. Yeah. It's not like a bad vibe, dude. <laughs> okay. And there's all these different doors. And just like all of a sudden this chick pops up. But it's like a cartoon. It's uh -huh. like, hi, I don't know. And she's like, I'll be your guide. And I was like, okay. And then I recognized that after after a second or two, it was Harley Quinn from, Whoa, from the yeah. Joker cartoon from Saturday morning cartoons. Whoa. Anyways, she popped up and she's like, what's up? I'm your guide. And I'm like, this is yes. so cool. And I'm like, what yeah. is going on? Like my mind just my brain. I'm my and I'm just like, this is insane. Yeah. And she's like, open a door. And I'm like, okay. And I just open this door <laughs> and I look inside and it's just like a screensaver on the old 90s. Just oh like Technicolors. Yes. Just like oh. 3D in this room. And I'm like, this is amazing. <laughs> and I like shut the door and I run out and another one. She's just like laughing so hard. Oh my God. And like the next one's just like the craziest like geometric, like Egyptian patterns I've ever seen. I'm just like, this is so cool. And I close the door and I go, and all of a sudden I'm like about to open a third door and I stop. And I'm like, Harley Quinn, I'm here for something. And she was like, look up. And I just like, I looked up and all of a sudden, like it was like Charlie in the Great Glass Elevator. Like I was just like, through the ceiling. And all of a sudden it was just like, I couldn't look down. And I was just looking up and everything was just going past me. And all the walls were just like changing colors, changing colors and all of a sudden it was just like, everything stopped and it was golden feathers. And there was like this presence above me. I had this crazy experience. I don't really want to get super into it. And eventually I came back down and I felt myself literally falling. I could feel the G-force in my stomach. And then all of a sudden, I was in my body. And I was just like, what the what heck? The <laughs> oh my God. My mind is just like, that's literally my brain. <laughs> like I'm fresh off my mission and I had this experience. I'm like, now what wow. am I, what, what is life, dude? Yeah. Anyways, that was my first psychedelic experience. Oh, and now a word from our sponsors. Um, let's see. Milk. Nah. You're doing it. Yep. Buckle up, buttercup. Oh! Yellow, pink, purple, green, blue, bop, Marker. Marker! Ladies and gentlemen. We said hey, oh. daylight come and they wanna go home. Uh, 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 uh. Let's get back on the road again. <laughs> yes, let's talk. Um, okay, so you had your DMT trip and it was like the first. It's trippy. Time <laughs> it was trippy. Drugs. Oh my God. And it changed your life that dramatically. It manifests itself into real life. And mm -hmm. since then, I've been chasing this for the rest of my life. And I've had experience after experience. To fast forward, I didn't have another psychedelic experience for three years. Mm. Okay. So three years after that DMT experience, I've now drank alcohol. Mm. Anyways, long story short, I had a dream and it made me know I need to quit my job. Well, and <coughs> I ran off to Puerto Rico. 
Because I had a friend that I knew from a couple years before that. Okay. And he was living in Puerto Rico. And I just called him out of the blue. And he's like, dude, I have a beachfront property. Please stay as long as you want. I bought a one-way ticket. I'm leaving Puerto Rico and we go to this festival called We Are The Future. Okay. And it's a rave. And I walk in, I'm in Puerto Rico, and all of a sudden there's this like monk, like Tapetian monk, and he's got his bald head, but he's like a young dude. Uh-huh. He's like, hey man, I got something for you. And he like unzips his fanny pack, and he's got these like pills, and he's like, dude, and I'm like, what is it? And he's like, it's a little bit of everything. And I just like took these pills, and I just like had the most amazing night in the jungles of Puerto Rico, and it was like, the craziest rave? experience. At this crazy rave, just completely by myself. Okay. okay, so I'm walking out of the festival, and there's these kids by the freaking um, lamppost. And I'm just like rolling my balls off on whatever oh this monk gave me. God. And all of a sudden, I'm at a stoplight, like on the phone, trying to find my friends at the end of the night after the festival. Right. And these dudes are at a stoplight, and they have this powder, and they're like, hey, bro, do you want some ketamine? Oh my. And I'm like, yes, I want some ketamine, dude. And then it starts hitting me, and my mouth just goes numb, like ice cubes. My teeth are just ice cubes, dude. And all of a sudden, the ice cubes like go down my spine, and I'm just like in this crazy like automobile going through the jungles of Puerto Rico, just like, and I just can't shut up. I'm just like motor mouth, dude. I just have to explain the universe to everybody in the car. Yes. Anyway, so ketamine changed my life. That experience changed my life. That is so. So that's my pitch for ketamine, and that was like my second psychedelic experience. That's crazy. DMT. (laughs) Insane. Molly. Ketamine. Wow. No wonder my brain's broke. That's the major quest of this life is to get these life experiences. Yeah. Yeah. Rollin', rollin', rollin'. Rollin', rollin'. Oh, I. I don't know what we're doing. Yeehaw, little doggy. Yeehaw, little doggy. Marco Polo. Marker! Marker! Marker. Have we talked about abortion yet? Oh, we talked about no politics. We don't enjoy the political. Really? We don't, don't talk to, about things. There's things off limits for animal fertilizer. Abortion, gun control. We don't know. We don't talk about political shit. Transsexuality. No, just <laughs> not on just, this. Just not on this platform. Part. We do want to do like yeah. a more looser. Yeah, I don't know. we I mean, do want can. to talk about like current events, and we don't want that to be like off the table. But those those things can cause. Like, it can be really helpful talking about those things. Literally everyone has an opinion about it, and we get it. And a lot of those opinions are valid, and we're not going to change anybody's opinions by talking about it. But what we're going to do with this podcast is talk to people and realize that you have more in common, and you can understand and be empathetic with people no matter where they come from. Heck yeah. That's what we want to do. Heck yeah. And that goes to the deep, like, issues that politics have and those social issues have respect respect so that's how we feel totally let's swerve yeah Uh, what do you think happens when we die yo what do i think happens when we die well i think this is tricky to say the least Mm -hmm. yeah humans have been obsessed with this question for a long time yeah Mm -hmm. since the beginning of forever yeah so All the stories we've ever made up have been about something bigger than, about the unknown, you know? Mm-hmm. I'll say this. Um, I think it's two questions. So one's like, what's going to happen? Well, my body is going to decompose. Mm-hmm. I'm going to become back to everything. Mm-hmm. Whatever this body that I inhabit currently is, it was here before me. I'm just made up of something else, right? Mm-hmm. And I, when it's done, it'll be into something else again. That's mm-hmm. like science, right? That like, makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's guaranteed. Yeah. So beyond that, um, will Taylor Savio exist? I don't believe so. It doesn't make sense. I don't think mm-hmm. Taylor Savio existed before this life. Mm-hmm. So I don't think Taylor Savio exists in the next. It just makes sense to me. Granted, this is just my mm. thoughts. Mm. I know. Could be wrong. So do you think Taylor Savio is just like a, a filter? Like a vessel that you're experiencing life through? Totally, totally. It's like a, like, like a wave, right? Mm. Like life's a wave. And I'm just like a little droplet of water that's currently like separate from the yeah. wave. Mm. And when I die, I'll just be 
a part of everything again as I was mm. before this. Yeah. That's literally what's going to happen. And I think on an energetic level or any sort of level, that's what's going to happen. You'll just mm -hmm. go back to being a part of everything as mm. you were before this. So you think you're only this individual consciousness that we have because mm -hmm. it does exist are we only having it because we have a body to experience it with or do you think that we're going to take this individual consciousness back into this pool of water well i think the consciousness will work just like the same as your body works mm -hmm. i think you're just yeah it goes back to a big pool the grand source of it all the grand source of life right mm -hmm. i think you and that tree are the exact same life force mm -hmm. you're not any why do you think you're any different mm -hmm. That life force is, is, is one and eternal. When you die, yeah. your body will literally become mm -hmm. that tree. Absolutely. So I think your spirit's going to be the same thing, part yeah. of the tree and mm -hmm. part of the ground and part of the, everything that's alive, you know? But do you think it just that makes the, sense the specific way that we each experience life and that we each interpret things, you don't think it like leaves an imprint on our individual energy that we take it back and when we're a part of this again... 100% all It's like it's all tingly individual shit as well. I think that happens in the immediate moment. Not when, not, you, not when you die, certainly. But I think right now, mm -hmm. how you interact with that tree you pass affects mm -hmm. life. Mm -hmm. It's a web. It's very entangled. You and that tree are the same thing. If you go out and you just break a branch off angrily, yeah. that's shitty. That's a bad thing. That's yeah. easy to agree on. Yeah. Yeah. You're right? And so I think it doesn't even have to be when you die. Your relationship with the world around you mm -hmm. is everything. Mm -hmm. Everything. So, How you treat everything. So what would you say about the people that you can argue that they are just harming a lot of things? Mm. And they're doing the negative and they're putting out that negative. When they go back to here, what do you think? I think there could be some negative Affects side effects. Them. I think mm -hmm. there could definitely be some To the whole or to their like section that they go back to? On all levels, it's ripples. Mm -hmm. if, a, if a father isn't vibrating on a high frequency, right? Let's say he's an alcoholic. Let's say he, it, he's lacking discipline, mm -hmm. you know? He had some child traumatic experience. That's just how he ended up. I don't want to like put too much on him. Mm -hmm. He has never learned or been programmed about how to avoid alcohol or maybe he has some glitch in his programming where he can't i don't know uh -huh. but it's like he's gonna affect it's gonna affect his whole family an alcoholic father think the ripples on that yeah. think Absolutely. the effect that has on kids yeah. think of the effect that has on kids kids yeah that ripples yeah. out in a negative way i think it's just part mm -hmm. of it all it's just a grand art piece i don't mm -hmm. you know and here's where we're getting to free will but mm -hmm. yeah i think it's just something's going mm -hmm. on it's a grand math equation and i don't think there's a lot of choice in it and it's just playing out in real time we're just watching it yeah and some of it's getting crazy and some yeah. of it's getting what you'd call bad who knows some of it's uh -huh. getting what you'd call good who mm -hmm. knows but it's yeah. just like we're along for the ride why do you think we're here experiencing it there's a quote from I think it's Ram Das. He says, "We are our God experiencing itself." Mm. So it's like that life force that is everything, that is that tree, that is me, that is you, is manifesting itself a little different in you than it is that tree. Yeah. And that's consciousness, right? There's something different about us. Mm -hmm. And I think that conscious awareness of like, you know, that's just like a moment when you are that life force, 100%. Mm. You're just present. You're with people, right? Yeah. And that's important to be present. That's mm -hmm. like what we were talking about in the beginning. It's like, I think presence is everything. Mm -hmm. Everything, everything. Mm -hmm. Just to be there in that moment always. I was, I was thinking the other day about how, like, we are becoming more conscious and, like, more aware and everything. And it's only because... I don't know, like the freak chance that we have developed more neurons and more connections in our brains than like other animals. Mm. And we've developed like the ability to talk and mm. communicate our ideas. Not to say like other species can't communicate. No, but, but it's insane. Not in the way that language can. It's insane. Yeah. <laughs> and so now we're becoming conscious because of these huge advantages. Mm. And so are we the ones, like, are we closer to becoming aware of the overall God that we are? Totally. Because of those just freak developments? Totally. I think so. <laughs> well, to rewind it all the way back, mm -hmm. it's like, uh, I think the biggest question is, 
what happens when you die? Does your consciousness as you know it go on or not? And to that, I would say thumbs down. Mm. Oh. My consciousness as Taylor Savio, I don't, I think will cease to exist. I think I'll be a part of everything and back to source, whatever mm -hmm. that means. Whatever the grand creator designer is, you mm -hmm. know. So I don't think Taylor Savio will go on. And I think that's beautiful. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, and the I'm glad I, I and it. I, and I was here to have this experience and, mm -hmm. and whatever the grand cosmonautic source of it all is, mm -hmm. experience this, mm -hmm. you know? And, yeah. I, I, and my job is just to do my best to be present and to experience it all. Yeah. And wow. so that's like... That was so beautiful. How did that? Being able to be present and appreciate, yeah, again, the impermanence. I think you look around at, at literally everything living on planet Earth. It's the cycle of life. Death is included in that like it's yeah. gonna happen and you just create more paths for new life and mm. it's just gonna continue on over and over and over again mm. but I think we as humans get very attached to our own consciousness our own brains yeah. that we want to think that we move on to the next step being the same amount of awareness that we are mm -hmm. totally the totally. attachment to yourself mm -hmm. I guess and yeah. as soon as you lose that, I think you lose the fear of death. You know? Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. What do you guys think? Do you think your consciousness goes on? Will Kelly exi exist in the next chapter? I don't it's know. not just life go on. Obviously, right, life yeah. goes on. Right. When, when I could die tomorrow, guess what? Life's going to yeah. go on. Yeah. That's yeah. not the question. It's not what happens after you die. What happens after you die, life goes on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right? Yeah, exactly. You become Something that, you'll be a part of it. It's just yeah, your, your material, go, you get recycled. But in like, some way. What do you think? But it, does, does that Kelly cycle like move on into like an existential way where it's like, yeah, there is death that way? But Will Kelly a, be here? In an episode of Midnight Gospel, this guy was talking about um, how some Eastern philosophies they believe in, or they talk about like a first and a second death. And the first death is like your actual body dying. And it's he described it as like, you go through a firewall and you get stripped of everything like mm. your individuality and you're just this pure energy that's all you are mm. and then you get zipped away into something else your energy goes somewhere else that's like scary. energy does and it goes into something else but then there's a second death where he's saying if you become aware and you become conscious in a life you like bond with your consciousness mm. your energy and your consciousness don't break anymore they don't come apart they mm. become together wow. so then you're able to go on that's like a goal to work towards yeah cool. is to bond your consciousness with your energy cool. so that you get to when you die essentially choose where you go wow that's cool yeah it was a cool way i i had never thought of it like that but you know that's Oh, Those that. are the options that can happen. It's nice. It's nice to think of it like that. Yeah. Because I think you can get very nihilistic about mm -hmm. yeah. the Nothing way exists. life is. Yeah. Nothing matters. Oh, yeah. Kelly, you're beautiful. <laughs> you're <laughs> gifted. The world yeah. needs that perspective, Thank dude. Thank you. No, that's so nice. But I think like the point of experiencing life, even if nothing matters, the point of experiencing life is to enjoy it. Yes, true. So, why not believe in these crazy, <laughs> yeah. silly, grandiose, good, mm -hmm. happy ideas? We're powerful enough to make anything happen. I think so. Because we are this whole force. Mm. Yeah. We're not just one little droplet. Yeah. Well, and to get present with it, too, I think a massive shift is upon us. Mm. Mm. I don't cool. know. Yes. I, I think within a year or two, mm -hmm. life yeah. as we know it will be mass massively different. Yeah. Due to economics and a flinch from the corona. Yeah. We flinched. Mm -hmm. What do you this think This massive is shift, well, mm -hmm. all I want to speak to without going too far down anything is I just hope in this massive shift, let's collectively work together to shift in a good way. Because mm -hmm. I think the dice are still rolling. I'm not optimistic, yeah. I'm not pessimistic. I have no idea if this shift is gonna be bad or good. It could potentially yeah. be really good mm -hmm. if we collaborate and right. talk about mm -hmm. things and realize some things and make this shift in a good way. Yeah. 
Let's realize we need a garden. Let's actually plant a garden. Yeah. yeah. Yep. You know, things like that. So Work together to plant the garden. That's all I want to mm-hmm. speak to on that. I think we are realizing now that if we all care about something, mm-hmm. we're going to make changes. If we all are putting in the same amount of effort mm-hmm. and able to be validated that other people are making that effort too, yeah. I think is huge as human huge. beings. I think that's community. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're lacking. That's yeah. what we need. Yep. Free will. <laughs> okay. Free will. Do you think it exists? Um, do you think it exists? Hey, we asked you first. Hey, hey we asked <laughs> Hey. Hey, you. Do you think it exists? That's a tough one. Do you think it exists? Hey, do you? Let's discuss it. <laughs> Let's open it up. If it exists, how far back does it go? Does a raccoon have free will? Does a plant? Is a plant choosing how it grows? We won't is it, ever know. Is a raccoon? Is a, is a chimpanzee? How far back do you want to take free will? Let's discuss it. If, you, if you're going to say, yes, humans have free will, who doesn't? Are humans the only one that actually have choice? Hard to say. What do you think? Yeah. Hmm. I don't think we're able to comprehend what free will would feel like in a plant or an animal. Mm. So is a plant choosing how it grows? I don't know. I mean, the photosynthesis happens subconsciously, probably. Probably, yeah. Is there a conscious observer in that plant that's choosing how to grow? Does a plant have free will? I'd argue no. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to go ahead and say no. I don't think so. I don't think a plant has free will. I don't think a raccoon has free will. I think you don't have free will. I think on an actual level, down to what color of socks you chose is based off something that happened to you in your past multiplied by the programming given to you by your parents. Your parents, yeah. are they, they, they gave you this program and plugged it into this simulation and it's just been math ever since. Yeah. Since you were a kid, things have, act, things have happened to you uh-huh. and you've reacted because of them yeah. based on your programming. So you're just some other program you're some other program and that you know i have a hard time believing in free will i think the way we react to anything even like me having this telling you this and the way you react to it Mm -hmm. is going to be based off your programming do you accept this as truth or do you reject it and instantly try to find a way to be rid of it because of your programming it's going to determine how you react to this yeah and there's no free will in it it's just Mm -hmm. math down to the freaking what you had for breakfast yeah i can see that because like our brains are so fucking complex they're just insanely complicated computers totally and of course like yes i think experience and genetics is what causes you to behave the way you do yeah totally it's just the math equation like working itself out in real time so that's like to say we're just in a simulation it's like galileo Mm -hmm. said math is the language used to write the universe Mm, you yes. know, like it, it's sacred geometry. Mm-hmm. It goes back all the way to the, you know, it's hard for me to think my way out of free will. Yeah. I don't, I don't know, but I get what you're saying where I, th- I think there is a margin of if, if that is right, if our simulation or our math has programmed us to choose these specific things, it's going to be a spectrum that you're making a choice of career or whatever. Yeah. It's a but it's still choice. a spectrum. It's not like, a spectrum over here that somebody else is choosing from sure. or able to choose on based on where we're born and the opportunities we have, you know? I don't know. Sure. And I think you could make a very valid argument that that is, there is moments of free will where I overcome my programming. Mm-hmm. This is what I would have done today. I would have eaten a McBitchin. Mm-hmm. But now I overcame my programming and I'm going to eat a little healthier. You could argue that's a moment of yeah. choice, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, and I totally see that. And I guess the counter to that, just to, you know, think about it out loud, would be like, uh, well, I think there's utility in letting go of free will, because truthfully we don't. It's like artificial intelligence. You just learn a new program. So mm-hmm. your program learns that it's happier when it does this, mm-hmm. and so then it does this, right? Yeah. I chose to eat healthier because my programming learned that based on math, that I'm happier when I eat healthier. Yeah. Right. It's just mm-hmm. another. It's just another computer program. Right. I, my program just picked up on another program. I learned something. Computer programs yeah. do that. That doesn't like defeat it. That doesn't mean choice at all. Mm, you know. It's I get just that. what happens. Um, so that would be the counter to that. But. 
I get that. So yeah, it's like I, just I reprogramming believe in itself. What you're saying, and I'm becoming more aware to that, mm. and it's fucking crazy. I feel like I'm 20 years behind you guys in like the healthy aspect of like how to take care of yourself. Yeah. And so now like going for walks every day has been like Dude, holy fuck yeah. the because positive thoughts that happen yes. while I'm walking I'm like yeah. Heck yeah, because what? as humans we yeah. inherently choose the path of least resistance sure. we choose the path that's the easiest yeah. well I'm like what if that's gaining what gaining you know awareness, awareness is. and consciousness yeah. is is overcoming the programming is yeah. finally like mm. causing enough glitches that the programming just doesn't function and you're you're just free will then totally well and maybe on a ceremonial way it's like figure recognizing that programming mm -hmm. recognizing why you do it mm -hmm. it's usually traced back to something in your childhood yeah and if you can heal that childhood you mm -hmm. can heal that programming right yeah and that's like i don't know if you guys understand what i'm saying but that's like, no yes that's a absolutely. lot of what it's about is healing yep. your childhood Yep. I think a lot of adults spend their whole life trying to heal trauma. themselves from trauma. Yeah. And I think that's why a lot of these, like, you asked me, like, a lot of my beliefs on life. Yeah. Um, about two and a half years ago, I sat in my first peyote ceremony. Wow. Cool. And it was basically my next psychedelic experience after yeah. Puerto Rico. And wow. it changed my life forever. Wow. And it set me on a good path. And ever since then, I've made a lot better decisions. I've been mm. a lot more conscious. And I figured some things out, and it's really helped me. It's, like, very beneficial to me. And mm -hmm. in a lot of ways, that's how those ceremonies work, you know? Recognizing patterns, sitting with yourself, and, like, recognizing how freaking bad I was at taking care of myself, you mm -hmm. know? Mm -hmm. Or recognizing this is why I fight with my sister. It's because mm -hmm. I have this problem from this, which is based on this, and, and loving mm -hmm. that part to me and having it manifest itself in real life mm -hmm. and make me a better person. And it's, like... I don't know. I've been really devoted to these ceremonies for about two years now. And it's something I promote and something that's helped me in my life. People looking at themselves. Yeah. I think it'd be a waste of your earthly experience if you didn't drink ayahuasca and sit alone and meditate at least once in your life. Yeah. Wow. It's a beautiful experience and it's changed my entire life. Wow. I think that's the most strides you can make as a human and that's when you can mm. experience being a human the most is when you heal yourself mm. from all the trauma that you get from just being a human mm. well that's part of the like the Look human condition yeah. is how you react to trauma and i think it's just human's basic thing like choosing the path of least resistance is not thinking about that shit and yeah. and just numbing it out and shoving it away building it up in like this dam mm. that eventually like it's gonna break you have to find ways to helpfully cope with it. Yeah, you're right, though. But, yeah, I think that is so important about being a human is really being in touch with your emotions. And then, mm -hmm. like you were saying earlier, you know, you can make people feel a certain way, mm -hmm. but it's like, I think if people are very in touch and in tune with their emotions, they're very aware of how they feel and why they feel it, and True. they allow themselves to feel it. Nice. Yo. Which is very, that's the way I a human should experience emotions. Yo. Oh, Taylor, we fucking love you. This has been so amazing and beautiful should. and inspiring. My God, you are so beautiful, and we appreciate. Thank you for being vulnerable. You're making it's time for us. Hard, man. Yeah. It's so wow. nice to talk to genuine, vulnerable mm -hmm. people. Mm -hmm. Vulnerability Oof. is the strongest yeah. trait a human can have, I think. And I think it goes back to, uh, it's like a be the change philosophy. Mm -hmm. If you want to help the world, be the best version of you. Yep. Mm -hmm. That's the best way you can help the world. And you mm -hmm. owe it to the world, you have a duty. There's ripples. We were yeah. talking about how things mm -hmm. ripple out earlier. There's ripples, man. Yep. Good ripples, too. Healing that stuff is very important. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think that's the point of the whole that we're a part of, that we're going to eventually go back to when we die. I think that's the point, is to experience everything life has to offer in a positive way. And so if we're not experiencing it the best we can and yeah. the happiest we can, then we're being detrimental to the whole. I love that. What are you going to do tomorrow? 
to make the change. Oh, cool. I one, like that. Nice. one little Fucking thing. Nice, kid. Oh, boop. Hmm. Ooh. <laughs> one thing, 10 minutes tomorrow. I'm going to meditate. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Do yoga and meditate. I'm gonna copy that. I'm gonna meditate. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Is that what you're gonna do? Yeah, yep. Let's do a midday meditation. Let's hold each other accountable. Yes. Okay. I'll text you in the evening. Check in tomorrow evening. If I text you, text me. Okay. Have you done your meditation session? I love it. Yes. Oh my God! Everyone, a round of applause for Taylor. I was thinking yes. about when you yes. were talking about emotions. Yes. Oh. Um, like my first big teacher, is, his mm. name's the doctor. Okay. And he lives in Hawaii in this like tree house. And he's just like, he's insane. Okay. And he was like my first big like guru that I followed. Mm. And I just like lived in his tree house with like a month and just loved it. Yo! But one time I walked out to his tree house and I brought him cashews because he doesn't buy food. He only eats what people give him. He just lives in this tree. It's, he's an Whoa. insane dude. God. So I walked up to him and I brought him some cashews and like some oranges. And I like sat next to him. He's like, how are you feeling today? And I was like, I am sad. Mm. He's like, you aren't sad. Mm. He's like, you are Taylor experiencing sadness. Mm-hmm. And that's very different. Yeah. And I was cool. like, oh shit. And just like yeah. him breaking that barrier for me, I was like, nice. Oh. I, just, I like that, that you know, yeah. being about emotions. Like, it's important to experience them. Yeah. Don't let them overrun you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's important to have emotional sovereignty. Yeah. yeah. You know, I'm feeling this emotion now. This isn't. Yeah. I am not mad. Mm-hmm. I'm still me. I'm just experiencing anger right now. And to yeah. be detached from your emotions like that, I think there's a, yeah. lot, a lot of utility. And it's important yes. for your practice. Yes. And um, I would invite you guys to. Yeah. How do you? What are two oh. tips to fucking? Uh, reach that level. Just be conscious of it. You know, mm-hmm. whenever be I try present. to make a change like that, I always okay. try to brace it on. Or yeah, like wear a piece of jewelry. That's a tip I do, a tip and trick. So this just reminds me of something I'm oh, trying okay. to do. To be conscious of my feelings. Yeah. How am I currently feeling? I'm, you know, just like check in with myself. Yeah. But it's like not me. I don't know. Just, yeah. That's I, I think like, yeah, wow. Um, I was going to say how Buddhists compare emotions to clouds. And for me, I like personalize it because I fucking love <laughs> clouds. Mm. And no matter what clouds look like, they're amazing mm. and they're beautiful. Mm-hmm. But sometimes, you know, they're bad clouds, storm clouds, whatever. And then they're big, fluffy white clouds. But they're going to pass no matter what. And they're not permanent. Mm -hmm. And you just have to, like, enjoy it and sit with it. Perfect. And so even the good emotions, they're going to pass, too. I love that. So you just, like, have to see it like that. Don't be attached to your happiness. Just realize that all emotions and feeling them fully is the most beneficial thing you can do for yourself. 100% 100% mm-hmm. be present with it. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Something that like really helped me, I think, when I was first starting to understand my emotions and what I was, and how to, you know, help them, whatever, mm-hmm. is that quote that's like, if you don't like something, change it, but if you can't change it, change the way you think about it. Mm-hmm. And that makes me feel so powerful that I, I that. am in charge of how I see things and I can change something and if I can't, then I can change the way I feel about it. Mm-hmm. We I are so that. powerful. Cool. I'm going to give you the same teaching from a Christian perspective. Oh, okay. With the Lord's Prayer. Oh, Lord. You know the Lord's mm-hmm. Prayer? No. God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Oh, I love that. And your emotions, I think, are the things that cool. you cannot change, but how you react to them are the things you can. Oh, good. That's that's true. That's very true. Woo! So good. You guys so have given fun. me a lot to think about. Yeah. Yes. It's yes. harder than it sounds. Yeah. Too. No, it, it's I, hard to, it is so to, to detach from your emotions, especially like the really blurry ones. Yeah. It's like, yeah. It's so hard to yeah. Anxiety. 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 Yeah. 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 I'll get a sensation on the back of my neck, like there's icing uh-huh. on it. It's, Ooh, it's and I think those are that could be like a trigger to realize, like I need to set aside one minute yeah. to meditate. Yeah. Dude, we need to do more stuff like that. For yeah. Sure. Yeah. Anything that does it. meditation, <laughs> breathing, yoga, yeah. exercise. Mm-hmm. Um, petting your yep. dog. If you set yeah. a reminder yeah. every every hour and a half to pet your dog, yeah. your life will be better. Yeah. Just something that makes mm-hmm. you more present. Absolutely. You know? yeah. it's so Absolutely. Important. Exactly. Being present, yeah. I think, helps emotions 
it helps the clouds go by faster. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah Ooh, to feel them, nice. to lean into them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exa- feel them. Allow yourself to really yes. feel it and know that yeah. it's okay, yeah. and that it's gonna go. Mm-hmm. I love people like again. I think they said it in Midnight Gospel where he's like, I love people that help me see mm. life differently. Yeah, cool. and like that's yeah. so it's so important to find those people so and cool. talk with them. Cool, I love that. Mm-hmm. That was, so that was so fucking Taylor! That was fun. Yes! Three-way high five. Four-way high five. Yeah. Let's get in on this. Freestyle. Yeah! Again, everybody, round of applause. Taylor, Samuel. I love you. Round of applause for And the rainbow fertilizer sometimes or we can go hey this is for all oh, you yeah. ASMR fans okay then do something that's kind of ASMR-y this is the story of a girl <laughs> kind of moving down the whole world and while she looks so sad in photographs I absolutely love her when she smiles when she smiles oh no wait I didn't get it what? Psych! Oh, oh bitch! <laughs> What's ASMR? Yep, I fucking appreciate you. Yeah, seriously, you guys, the the appreciation is endless. It really is. Um, you are the rainbow to my rays. You are the rainbow to the, the clouds. Love ya. Tune in next week. We fucking love you! It's gonna be metal!